Who's the gargoyle? She asked, looking back at Miss Hardacre. Friend of yours? She's the old bag we've been billeted with, complained one of the girls, who looked a few months older than the other. She had cool blue eyes and her blonde hair was tightly wound and pinned up. The other girl had a round, smiling face and her eyes were a rich chestnut brown. Ace wasn't sure what the blonde girl was talking about. Come again? she asked. Me and Phyllis have been evacuated, explained the girl. The Blitz and all that. We're from London, added Phyllis. Yeah, me too, grinned Ace. At last she thought some normal people. Now then, girls, time we were moving. Miss Hardacre's sharp voice cut through the thin mist. The blonde girl groaned. <laughs> Back to the land of the dead. Ace couldn't let them go without arranging to meet again. Can you get away after lunch? Now we'll sneak out while the old dragon's sharpening her teeth. Where shall we meet you? Ace looked back at a signpost that stood in the lane. It read, Maiden's Point, two miles. Phyllis laughed. Maiden's Point? <laughs> well, that rules me and Jean out for a start. She had a warm laugh. And me, added Ace, joining in the conspiratorial smiles. See you later, girls. Jean and Phyllis laughed and turned to follow Miss Hardacre. Ace hurried into the church to catch up with the doctor. The doctor and Mr. Wainwright were at the far end of the church, heading towards a small door at one side. Mr. Wainwright was talking to the doctor. I can't see why he spends so much time on some old carvings. I keep telling him it's pointless. Answering questions is never pointless, responded the doctor. Mr. Wainwright turned to look at him. That depends on the answer. Ace caught up with them as they reached the small door. We're not going to be here long, are we, Professor? Only I've arranged to meet Phyllis and Jean later. But the doctor wasn't listening. He was thinking about Mr. Wainwright's last remark. The two of them followed the young vicar through the low doorway. They found themselves in the vestry, a small room where the vicar prepared for each service. Two more old wooden doors led out of the room. Dr. Judson's empty wheelchair stood by one of them. Ace saw in amazement that a couple of solid silver candlesticks and a solid silver plate were lying on a table. Here, vicar, you shouldn't leave all this silverware lying about. You're wide open for getting it nicked. Oh, they're superstitious folk in these parts. Too much afraid of the old Viking curse to break in here. Ace's eyes opened wide in surprise. Even the doctor looked round. Curse! The church is built on old Viking graves, explained Mr. Wainwright. They say evil was once buried here. He opened one of the low doors. Behind it there was a spiral stone staircase that led up and down. The crypt is down here, if you'd like to follow me. The doctor followed Mr. Wainwright down the stairs. Ace hung back for a few moments. Through an old window by the third door she could see the graveyard outside. She tried shaking the door. The lock on the inside was old and rusty. Wouldn't take more than a decent kick to smash the door open. That silverware wouldn't have lasted more than a week in Perryvale. The people around here must be unbelievably honest. Either that or very frightened. Ace followed the other two down the unlit steps. Seemed to grow